Oh, here ye find this again, the trailer blazers. And you know, Nick, you're one of the co-hosts. You better start believing in co-hosts, Nick. You're late. You are one. We named the Monkey Jack. Welcome to this fine podcast, the Trailer Blazers podcast, where we talk like. I don't know. Is it? Are we talking like uh, Irishmen? Uh, are pirates? Are all pirates Irish? Commodore Bombos. A lot of pirates were like English, and a lot of them were Spanish. I think too. Actually, you know, we have to say a lot of them were Chinese because that that woman, uh, the pirate comedy, queen, she, the pirate queen. Yeah, she had a lot, she had a lot of pirates. She was the the probably the best pirate. Yeah, she was she a um, what's the top spot in the navy? What's the top spot? The uh, an, an, admir- like admiral, a commodore, no. or an admiral? No, no, I think admiral is the, is the highest. Yeah, she, you know, she's she'd be like an admiral. If I if I'd have gone to school, I'd be that caliber. I can tell you that. We named the Monkey Jack. <laughs> he just he says over and over again, "I am Groot." <laughs> Guys, welcome to the Trelure Blazures podcast. I'm Ben Moon, one of your hosts, joined by the the scurvy Nick Kelly. I do have scurvy. Thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, get some vitamin C. What does your mother always tell you, Nick? She says, "Drink either." She says, "Go suck a lemon." <laughs> well, when you were mate, you were making her mad, so she was frustrated. <laughs> so, uh, guys, we on this podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard it. Maybe this, maybe you're a first time listener. If you are, you won a prize. Uh, what's that prize? The joy of listening to two dumb dudes. That's us. The dumb ones. Our listen. Our opinions don't matter. This is this is literally for uh, a hobby and for your entertainment. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, you shouldn't get mad about our opinions. If you do, then no. just relax a little. Hey, stop it. Get some help. Guys, let's talk about what we done had watched this past week. What we done watched. Yep. I watched two things, mainly. Um, I watched Bullet Train, the Brad Pitt movie. And I bet you liked it because you like John Wick. I loved it. I thought it was great. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I loved good. it. Uh, yeah, David, directed by David Leach. I loved all the little cameos. I loved the action. I loved the humor. Just the whole thing. I thought was great. And you love Zazie Beetz because she is quite attractive. Yeah. Oh, she's the yeah. Always. I love her. She's great. <laughs> she's great. Also, um, she was really, really funny in that movie. Oh, she was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it's on Netflix right now. So low barrier to entry, really good movie. Oh, it's on Netflix. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, y'all should watch it. And, but don't bring the kiddies. It's not for the kiddies. No, it's, it's uh, a, um, rated R, I believe. So. Well, <laughs> so that's, it's, clear, it's on the box, you know, guys. Exercise caution. Uh, oh, oh, I'm very interested in this other thing you started watching. Yeah, so Jess and I started watching Severance last night, the Adam Scott series on Apple TV+. I was definitely hooked in the first episode. Yeah, it hooks you real quick, real quick. Also, it's it's got that like retro futurism anachronism that I like that's been yeah. in everything lately. Yeah, yeah. So um, one episode here, in, here, think it's great. One episode. So here here's what I'll say. Having had a little bit of distance between me and it, um, there is not a wasted episode. No. Every episode has purpose. It doesn't feel like filler. They all are getting you to tar 
this finale, which I know I've said it on this podcast before, but but really, it is one of the best season finales I've ever seen. I've, I'm so excited that I've started it so that I, I have uh, a fighting chance to get to it without spoilers. Yeah. Here's here's the only thing I need from you, Nick. I mean, obviously, I, you know, keep me up to date on your thoughts. But I want to know your heart beat, your heart rate on that finale. Okay. Because mine was elevated, bro. And I was oh, like I sitting there telling wait. myself, this ain't real. That's, uh, anyway, I want to so hear good. that. Sorry. I'm, I've been trying to finish Andor. And you say, Ben, what do you mean, what do you mean trying? Andor's really good. Uh, it's like super easy. Yeah. This Marvel snap ain't going to play itself, son. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm trying to, i am addicted although i gotta say uh the um the sheen the luster is wearing off a bit not because of the game but because i've had like a two-day losing streak and i'm like desperately trying to adjust my deck to try to find like a winning strategy because you know the the strategy disruption is my tactic like that's my play style I love messing up people's plans you know but it has not been working well for me lately. Even though I've got some new cards, I got Leech, I got Infinite, uh, I got uh, Hobgoblin, and they are not serving me like I have been served. You know what I'm saying? I do. But you got, I don't know. Are you, are, remind me, are you are you a card battler, uh, turn based strategy, any kind of thing like that? Not really. Uh, okay. I like some, like, I liked Knights of the Little Republic, which was turn based fighting yeah. style. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, I'm addicted. Okay. You need uh, we'll to play talk- Midnight Suns is what you need to play. Yeah, XCOM style. Yeah, I do want to yep. play that. Listen, the older I get, the more I like turn-based stuff because yeah. the pace is slower. And, you know, I'm an old person, so my brain works slower. I'm Me too. So I think I should pivot into enjoying turn-based things like this. So I might play that Midnight Suns game. Yeah, if it when once it goes down, I'm hoping it comes out on PlayStation Premium. That'd be awesome. Um, but if it, you know, when it goes down to like maybe 25 bucks or something, like 20 bucks, I'll definitely yeah. get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, so anyway, what have I been watching? Uh, anything else? No, that's it. A light week for watching. Light week, a heavy week for Marvel Snap. Okay, okay. Hey boy. Okay. Uh, let's talk about this new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. We only have really one interesting thing here. More DC restructuring news. So Henry Cavill is is out as Superman, obviously because they're starting over. So they're not going to shoehorn in old actors to do origin stories for the characters. But So he's out. But almost immediately after he announced that they're, he's not going to play it anymore... Rahul Kohli on Instagram made a joke about how he should just start a, a Warhammer series. And then within five minutes of that joke, Henry Cavill was like announced to be leading and producing a Warhammer 40K series on Amazon. Is this guy prescient or does he just know that Henry Cavill likes Warhammer? I was like, I bet he wants to do something that he likes. It's that uh, because Rahul Kohli also is super into Warhammer. Okay. So uh, he was... <laughs> He was making a joke, and then he's like, I, "He's like, I honestly didn't know about this. He's like, it was a complete uh, coincidence." And he's like, "But that being said, you know, I'd be in this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's a here's a question for you. 
Uh, what are they going to do about that Flash movie coming out like next summer? So, in my opinion, they should Batgirl it and just write it off. Yeah. But they'll yeah, probably just quietly release it. It'll flop like all the other ones do. And yeah. They'll move on. Yeah, they probably... I, I'm thinking they want a little distance between um, the movie coming out and the antics of one Ezra Miller. Yeah, the terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Stitch, the non-binary Stitch terrorizing Hawaii and the northeastern countryside. Um, stop it, get some help. Okay, yeah. so we don't care about that. I do... I am... Um, I, w- I would say I may be... Uh, adjacently interested in warhammer i've 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 played warhammer once like a it was like a board game version of it or something uh it's it's okay i mean uh, you know it's it's never appealed to me like super appealed to me not like mechs like i would rather do mechs i mean i know warhammer 40k probably has mechs right yeah but it's not the same it's not you know it's not the same as like battle tech uh but i will 100 percent watch this you know yeah this is something where, like, I don't want to play that kind of game. I like painting minis, but I don't want to play the tabletop game. But I will watch a show of it. Yeah. I just hope they do a good job on it. Not like that, um, what's that other game? The Witcher? That role-playing... No, no, the role-playing <laughs> game. I was they... say, yeah, the Witcher writers did a bad job. Yeah. Simon, what's his name? The guy that made the game. Or, uh, yeah, the game and the art. Simon Stalinhog's Tales from the Loop. Uh, oh, that yeah. All oh, right, right. Yeah, I forgot. You forgot that. it existed, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally forgot. So hopefully they'll do better than that. God, I didn't even finish that. I was so yeah, excited for. Remember how excited I was for that? Yeah, me too. Didn't finish it though. Uh, but Ugh. Amazon sometimes does good. Like Wheel of Time was good. Oh, I, I still gotta watch that. I still, I got so much TV to watch. Uh, anyway, that's all the news we got. Oh, we have two questions for. The questions times. The questions terms. Yes, this is the return of the questions times. So we we thought of two. They're adjacent. They're connected. We hadn't done a double deuce in a while. This is uh, to make up for not having one last week. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, the first question you came up with, and then it, it inspired me for the second question. Uh, the first question is inspired by both the release of the Barbie trailer, which we will get to, and okay. uh, Christmas time just in general being around. Uh, what is your favorite toy line as a kid? So, like, I I, I currently am a large collector of various toys. My Correct. office is full of them, but I'm not talking you, you about. You might. S- you might say you have a museum, Nick. I do, but I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about my museum. I'm not talking about modern stuff that I like now. This is as a kid because it's like Christmas. You know, it's like Christmas story. We got some nostalgia. So I want to know what your favorite toy line as a kid. So me, He-Man, Masters of the Universe. I had like all the stuff. I still have it downstairs. Uh, a lot of stuff in good condition, a lot of stuff from rummage sales in terrible condition, you know, all over the place. Didn't matter to me as a kid. So that was my favorite. Just all the different monsters, the variety of designs, the vehicles, the buildings, cool stuff. This was a tough one to narrow it down to one. Um, I went with Ninja Turtles. Uh, I had a mu- I had a lot of different Ninja Turtles, and it was over a large span of time, probably... Um, 
probably about five to six years I was getting them. And, you know, I was like, do I like that or X-Men more? I had a lot of X-Men as well. Had a lot of Hot Wheels. Uh, also, like more obscure stuff like the like Food Fighters and Army Ants. Like all that kind of stuff I liked as well. I love Food Fighters. Yeah. I, I, it was, I had the egg carton thing with the ketchup launcher. Man, it was so cool. It was like an APC. Yeah. Uh, those are cool, dude. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, it was really cool. But anyway, but but as far as Ninja Turtles, I just think like it's kind of timeless, and I'll always love it. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of Ninja Turtles, Super Seven does these Ultimates, like remakes of the old figures, and uh, it's like a larger they did the scale. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Did, Oh, they're awesome. They make awesome stuff. I have a a Ray Fillet from. Ninja Turtles from the Super 7 Ultimates one sitting on my shelf over here. He's like the Manta Ray guy. Very cool. Ah, yeah. Oh, man, remember Street Sharks? Oh, yeah, I love Street Sharks. I, I, man, okay, so if you have any Street Sharks, they're worth a lot of money now, and I don't know where mine, what happened to mine. They're gone, and it makes me angry every day. Uh, it makes me sad. Yeah. Street Sharks are awesome, dude. Uh it was, and that made me think of something else too. We're just like reminiscing, <laughs> reminiscing about old toys. Oh man, the WWE, the WWF, with the, I had the ring, and I make them jump off ropes and stuff. God, there was some, there were so many good toys back in the day, dude. What about Sectors, which was like the bug guys with the puppet? It was like a, they came with a puppet, like a hand puppet that was a bug that they rode. So you'd put it on the thing, and you'd use your hand as the puppet. I don't even remember this. It's cool. Sectors are cool. That, uh, no, that is cool, dude. And then uh, uh, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, dude, yep. those are sweet. Yep. I had a bunch of those. Bucky O'Hare, those were sweet. Yeah, I had a bunch of those too. I had everything, man. Mighty Max. <laughs> Tons of Mighty Max. Oh, man. God. Yo, there was a time that, that uh, they made... Um... Can you hear my kids? Ugh. I hear them somewhere. Um, there was a time they made Battletech toys, like the Bex and stuff. Yeah. And they were kind of expensive, but me and my buddy Steve got a bunch of them and they were so cool, dude. So cool. Did they, was Dino Riders ever a toy line or no? Yeah. Oh, that's what, it, that's pretty much, it was a toy line and then they made the cartoon to sell the toys. Oh, okay. Well, I never, I never had any, but they were, I always loved it. Like the cartoon. Yeah. I had, I had a couple, uh, my cousin had the T-Rex though. That was the coolest one. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So this leads us to the second question. Speaking of toys you didn't have, what's a toy you wanted as a kid really bad, but you never got? Okay. So there's a toy line in the 80s based on a cartoon or vice versa called Inhumanoids, which were these monsters toys. And then there was like the guys that fought the monsters. And they're all really, really cool. And I had one. And so because I had the one, I had the package. And on the back of the package were the three big monsters. And I wanted those so bad. And they were, like, impossible to find. They were never at garage sales or anything. So I never had any of them. And I just, like, I always had to just, like, imagine them <laughs> from the picture <laughs> on the po- box. Yeah. And then so when I was older and I got a job, I bought all of them on eBay. <laughs> yeah. So now I have all of them. Take that, life. Yeah, exactly. Also, they're <laughs> worth a lot more now than when I paid for them. So, uh, oh wow, yeah, that's cool. Um, so a toy that I never had that I always loved was uh, Vol- the full Voltron, the big one. Oh yeah, 
and it all you know it transforms like that goes you can have all li- all the li- all five lions and uh, I remember I probably told the story about the time that I went over to Paul Gilbert's house and he had one in his in his um uh, his closet and he like didn't even make a big deal out of it and I was like oh my bro you have to you have the big Voltron this thing's amazing he's like yeah I got it you know he must have already gotten all this play out of it you know he he played with it for forty hours he's done with it whatever. But man, There's always some, someone who had the thing that was undeserving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like people I didn't even like toys. You know, he he was he was like wanted to jump rope or something. I don't know. Uh, all right, so that does it for the questions times, and we'll tell you how to write into us later in the show. Let's talk about these here new 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 new. Oh, you've got no no. <laughs> Trailer, folks, how many do we have here? We've we got an Adele Tain. <laughs> Adele Tain. Adele Tain. If I ever write a, write a sci-fi novel, one of the main characters will be Adele Tain. Yeah, it's a good sci-fi name. It's a good sci-fi name. All right, folks. We are actually... So, <laughs> this is quite a mix this week. Uh, but we are starting off strong yes. with a movie Yep. Um, called 65. Okay, so the plot of this is an astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet, only to discover he's not alone. So this takes place 65 million years ago, and Adam Driver crash lands on prehistoric Earth. So, like... He lands here and it's full of dinosaurs and the dinosaurs are kind of like alien monsters to him because he's not from here. And I th- I wonder if like this would be like the descendant of he'll be like this is where humans came from or yeah that's that's what I kind of took from it. Um, they're they're like the first people in uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, or any number like Battlestar Galactica worked that way too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Uh, so any number of sci-fi properties uh, yep. do that, but uh, I really, I really like this premise. I Me really too. like it. I like this trailer. I like that it's produced by Sam Raimi. I like Adam Dinosaurs Driver. Look scary, yeah. yeah. And uh, we know a guy who worked on some of the props and armor for this, Will Morgan. Yep, yep. He made my Star Lord helmet. That's in my case right there. As we, as we do know. Um, so this is—is is this coming out in theaters or I can't remember? Is this streaming? Uh, I believe it's coming out in theaters on March 10th. It is coming out in theaters. Okay. I, I do want to see this. It probably in a theater. It looks good. I don't know. It just looks cool. Oh wow, man! This would be awesome if this was a prequel to a Dino Riders movie. It's kind of like the perfect setup for that. Yeah. It would like it's like you know how they they take like a a, a toy property and they try to give it some serious type of story like that's somewhat plausible well that's absolutely a plausible because they're already advanced okay so they can make the dino rider stuff yes they should do that i don't care like just somebody buys something and (laughs) so you have the rights to do it and and make that maybe maybe we'll we'll do that for uh, questions time next week's like what ip do you want them to make a movie of uh, I know we keep rehashing a lot of the same properties on this particular episode. I don't know why, but like Dino Riders and Mech Warrior would be so dope. Look, we we are a Dino Riders forward podcast. You know, like yeah. this is a, a Dino Riders positive discussion, and yeah. we want Dino Riders. If we are um, this, this is the most Dino Rider progressive podcast on the ding dang internet. 
That's correct. We have to look out for marginalized intellectual properties. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of toy lines, we have a trailer for Barbie, folks. Finally. Finally. After... After many months of waiting, after many months of waiting, after seeing those photos of uh, Barbie and Ken, <laughs> the plot synopsis on IMDb just says, Barbie lives in a Barbie land, and then a story happens. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they get the tone. This, tra- yes. this teaser trailer gets the tone. I cannot wait for this ride. I cannot wait. This is, I feel like this is going to be like the Lego movie where it's like self-aware, yeah. brilliantly written yeah with great acting also will ferrell's in both of them <laughs> ryan gosling simu liu are in this just the trailer's great it's just i don't know it's just very teasery because it starts off with a little 2001 a space odyssey parody and yeah. then you get a couple quick flashes from the movie including like ryan gosling in this ridiculous leather thing with like a zoolander headband and then simu liu is like in some sort of like dance group, I don't know. I think he's in yeah. another Ken. I think there's a bunch of Kens. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I didn't even know Simu Liu was in this, but I was like, oh my gosh! I forgot, <laughs> and then I saw him in the trailer. Oh, the the girl from Sixty Five is in this movie too. The oh uh, Ariana Greenblatt. I saw her in the cast when I was looking at that. So it's two in a row for her. Also, Kate McKinnon, Rhea Perlman from Cheers, Ryan Gosling, obviously the the goat. Michael Sarah is in this. No way. Yeah. Uh, America Ferrara. Uh, this is going to be great. I think this is, Greta Gerwig is an excellent, excellent director. Yeah. Yeah. I just have very high hopes for this. And I think it's probably going to do really well. Don't you think it's going to do well? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it's going to do well. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be like the Lego movie. And I think it's going to be very well received. I think this is going to be a movie written for adults that kids like. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Lego movie. Yeah. Yep. So we are very excited about Barbie. Uh, yep. Then we have, we actually have a second, like, real trailer for The Whale. Yeah. Uh, as we talked about before, a reclusive English teacher attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter. This is Brendan Fraser and uh, the redhead girl from Stranger Things. So this is a very serious movie. Brendan Fraser is like, he lost somebody, gained a bunch of weight, trying to reconnect with his daughter. Very heavy, very heavy subject matter, and that's not a pun. No pun intended. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't want to watch this movie, but I hope he wins an Oscar. No, I exactly what I was thinking. I was like, man, this this is probably a great performance, and I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it. I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna see it, but I'm sure it's great. Yeah, it's a twenty four. So like, I feel like it's well made, no matter what. Darren Aronofsky yeah. is good too. Yeah, for sure. He's got he's got the chops to do something like this. Uh, so that's uh, good job, good for you, Brendan. We want the best for you, don't we? We do. We do. All right. Then we have a trailer, a red band trailer for a good person. Yep. This follows Allison, whose life falls apart following her involvement in a fatal accident. So this is a Florence Pugh movie written and directed by Zach Braff, uh, also with Morgan Freeman in it, and. Uh, Molly Shannon and I want to watch this one this is not usually the kind of movie that I want to watch but I love Zach Braff and I love Florence Pugh okay yeah it's it this uh I think this will probably be good too but again it's not the kind of movie I'll really want to watch so I probably will miss this one 
Although it does have a stat cast. This is one where I would skip it without the people like like even if it was just Florence Pugh, but but being directed by Zach Braff, who I like already, so I'm gonna watch it with two people two people I like a lot. But if it was just Morgan Freeman, then you probably wouldn't check it out. No, it, each one like one person isn't enough sometimes yeah. to get me to watch something that's sort of yeah. out of my genre that I'm used to. But if there's gotcha. two people, then I'll check it out. Okay. Now that that uh, that that uh, fair enough, guys. We then have the uh, a five. Jeez, we then have a five trailer. The fifth trailer we've got here is showing up. Yeah, so this is a Michelle Williams movie. Uh, a sculptor preparing to open a new show must balance her creative life with the daily dramas of family and friends in Kelly Richards' vibrant and captivatingly funny portrait of art and craft. Uh, uh, nothing about this trailer is funny. I don't know why it says that in there. It's uh, it's absolutely not. And I have, I have the perfect uh, description of what this movie is. Are you familiar with those uh, David Sedaris uh, stories that he tells that are just terrible, long, rambling stories that aren't funny at all, but some people really like them and think they're funny? Yes. That's that's what this movie is. That's who this movie is for. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, David Sedaris is always on This American Life. He tells the stories on there. I skip those. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. They're terrible. I don't understand why people... If you're a David Sedaris fan, explain it to me. Right into the show. Tell me why you like this. They're not funny. They go nowhere. Nothing happens. They're, they're terrible every time. He's consistently bad. I like Amy Sedaris. I like Amy Sedaris. Now, she is funny. Yeah. Um, she's Princess we, Caroline on BoJack Horseman. She's uh, in Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, Peli Moto, her name is in Mandalorian. She's in some sketch comedy shows that are funny. Yep. Yep. This is an Amy Sedaris zone. The David Sedaris zone's on the other side of town. <laughs> you got to go to some other podcast and tell your your uh, dull tales. Yeah, This okay. American Life. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. All right. So showing up. Uh, bye. Number six. The, tra- the sixth trailer is Mayor of Kingstown Season 2 which I didn't know this even existed for season one. Me neither. And and that's why I put it on here because Jeremy Renner is not some like small fry actor. No. I feel he's that an Academy Jer- nominated. Yeah. I, yeah. He was in the hurt locker. Uh, mm-hmm. he's an Avenger. Yeah. Like yeah. I, he's a list, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's a list. Yeah. So he's got this show that no one's ever heard of. Uh, the plot of which is the McCluskey family are power brokers tackling themes of systemic racism, corruption, and inequality in Kingstown, Michigan. Michigan? Where the business of <laughs> incarceration is the only thriving industry. Michigan? Come on. Come on. I, I don't... I, I, I think Jeremy Renner should stop doing this. Well, once again... Uh, we have an actor who's doing things that we consider a waste of their time. Yeah. Well, this might be really good, like, but I, I just, I, I don't want it. I couldn't pay attention during this trailer. It was hard to follow. Normally, I find prison stuff pretty fascinating, but I don't know. This just didn't. It just didn't grab me at all. Probably because it takes place in Michigan. 
No one wants to watch something that takes place in Michigan. It's like making a movie that takes place in Iowa. I'll, I can name three areas of Michigan. Pontiac, Detroit, and Iron River. And there are, there's nowhere else in Michigan. Those are the only places in Michigan. I've been to a lot of Michigan. The upper? Have you been to the Upper Peninsula? Yeah, it touches my state. I don't even know. I'm just saying words. I just I hear people say words like the Upper Peninsula. It's like when people say upstate New York. Have you, have you ever been to upstate New York? No, I haven't been no. to any part of New York. Is is um? You know how flat earthers think that Australia doesn't exist? Right, because it doesn't. It's, so like. <laughs> is it is it one of those things things where upstate New York doesn't exist <laughs> doesn't exist? People just say those words all the time. It's connected to Australia. <laughs> upstate New York is connected to Australia, <laughs> guys. We solved it. Uh, we might have the government coming to get me in a minute because they know I'm getting it right. Yeah, it's gonna be Lizzie Kaplan from Inside Job. <laughs> She's gonna come <laughs> get you. She's gonna come get me. Uh, that's good stuff. All right, the. Uh, the seventh trailer that we have here is The Seven Faces of Jane. Did you do that on purpose? Um, I didn't, no. Well, The Seven Faces of Jane. Guys, this week, I'm sorry, this is the week of boring movies. This is the Borvies. Yeah, we got some Borvies. We got some Borvies, man. Like, this. what did you think about this? Read the synopsis and then tell me what you thought. Okay. So, uh, the protagonist, Jane, who finds herself tumbling through a gauntlet of surreal, beautiful, and heartbreaking adventures, after dropping off her daughter at a summer camp for the first time and encouraging her reticent child to engage in new experiences, Jane finds herself heeding her own advice. Uh, This stars Gillian Jacobs, who I love a lot, and that's the reason I put this on here. Oh, is that right? <laughs> um, she objectively, she's very pretty. Yeah, right? I like her. She's kind of got this perfect human face, in my opinion. Yeah. Also, um, she's either a vampire or Benjamin Button because she looks younger than she did in Community somehow. Yep. Um, speaking how, of how? Community, Joel McHale is in this trailer. He doesn't even yeah. look remotely similar to how he looked in Community. Uh, I don't know. Gillian Jacobs is is a vampire. I mean, good grief. Yeah, she's great. I love her. Uh, the the there is one thing I do think is cool about this movie. What? And it's that so it's broken up into like seven or eight different little sections with like her doing different things, and each mm. one of those sections is directed by a different director in a completely different style. I think that's why it's called the Seven Faces of Jane. Like each, okay, now that is cool. That is cool. Yeah. And so it's Julian Acosta, Zan Cassavetes, Gia Coppola, Ryan Heffington, Boma Iluma, Gillian Jacobs, Ken Jeong, and Alex Tecox. Teca- I don't know him. Tecoxes? I don't know that guy, but uh, I've seen things Gillian Jacobs directed before, and she's good. Uh, Ken Jeong is funny. Uh, that, that just makes it so there's another person from Community in here. And uh, I rather would watch something made by Sofia Coppola than Gia Coppola. Uh, Sofia is the best Coppola. Okay, got it. Um, instead of the seven faces of Jane, I want the seven eagle, evil exes. You know, the League of Evil Exes. The League of Evil Exes. Captain America, Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. 
The League of Evil X. Okay, so the eighth trailer we have here is Scream Six. You should have put this as the sixth I'm trailer. Realizing that now, I'm I'm very sorry to everyone listening uh, that I did not write into us about how deeply disappointed you are in this Nick Kelly person. I make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, he does. Is was it a missed opportunity or is he just real dumb? I'm slipping. I'm slipping. Right into us. Uh, the the plot uh, of this one is in the next installment the survivors of the ghost face killings leave woodsboro behind and start fresh fresh chapter in new york city but it appears is that ghost face has followed them and is on the subway uh we got wednesday adams uh jenna ortega and we got uh courtney cox back again and uh a bunch of uh, tony revelori is in it he's fun Guaranteed he dies. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I see. Yeah, they're still making these things where people die. Hey, I got a question for you. Actually, you know what? You know who I, who I might ask? Are you familiar with this chat GPT thing that everybody's talking about? I oh, I showed it to you. Uh, which one is it? It's the it's the AI uh, chat. Oh yes, that, yes, yeah. It's like the movie. It's like a precursor to the movie Her. Yeah. If if any of my um grandchildren or great-grandchildren are listening to this I, I i can't imagine why you would be but maybe off chance you are there's this thing coming out right now called chat gpt or uh open ai uh and it's a chat bot it's it's an ai chat bot and i'm telling you it's unbelievable to us at this time in history it's unbelievable to me like it's it's like the movie her where you ask it a question and it will almost immediately begin creating an answer in a very human way and, and it and it's so like I'll tell you how good it is. I have my uh, trench coat needs to be rewaterproof, right? And so right. I was like, okay, I I don't know if I should use paraffin wax or if I should use beeswax. So I I asked ChatGPT, I'm like, what should I do? And it was like, here are some advantages of paraffin and disadvantages of paraffin, and here's some advantages and disadvantages of beeswax. Uh, you know, it's up to you. Uh, just depends on your, you know, I was like, oh my God, like now I can make, I literally can make a decision after you told me this. I'm going to go with beeswax, by the way. Do you want Ultrons? Because this is how you get Ultrons. Th- this is how you get Ultron. This is how you get Eagle Eye. This is how you get uh, Skynet. But sometimes you get Edie. Sometimes you get, well, she was, she was a shackled AI. So you maybe got to shackle him for a while. Yeah, but then when she was unshackled, she was still good. That is true. Yeah, that was like a twist, wasn't it? You, it you was think she's going one of the best twists in anything. Oh, geez, spoiler alert! We didn't even put a spoiler alert on there. If that game is ten years old, <laughs> <laughs> it's older than that, isn't it? Yeah, it's older. I'm not gonna protect you from ten year old spoilers. No. Um. Yeah. So, Scream. Speaking of Scream, I actually think that these movies are a good way of tracking the national vibe at any given time. Because as a, a scream is a satire, so right. uh, the vibe of each scream movie is a really good indicator of like culture at large and what what they value and and like how they're perceiving things is how horror movies tend to work. That's like horror movies is a really good benchmark of that. So scream has been around for so long that you can see in a couple. I think scream. Th- three or four one of them is like barely gory at all because every so often like every 10 years or 20 years there's a shift in in whether society is more uh politically correct and open or like more conservative and closed off and it's just it's been fluctuating like 
for all time. So it's just a big cycle. And uh, you can see that in Scream uh, in a micro setting. And I just think that's really interesting. Hmm. That is interesting. Uh, I have a question. Uh, ask your question. What came first, the first Scream movie or the rapper Ghostface Killer? Let's look. Scream 1. So I, I, I asked chat GPT, but I, don't, this, I actually don't trust the answer. Because it says that Scream was, was released in 1996. Correct. But the, the rapper Ghostface Killer is in Wu-Tang Clan, which started in the early 90s. And it says, therefore, the movie Scream came before the rapper Ghostface Killer. But 1996 is not, is not early 90s. Well, let's look at him. When was his first album? Like, when did he choose the name Ghostface Killer? This guy's a nerd. He calls himself Tony Starks also. <laughs> really? Yeah. He put an S on the end of it to avoid copyright infringement. Yep. Good one, Goyle. Okay, uh, I found it. Uh, Ghostface Killer's stage name was taken from one of the characters in the 1979 kung fu film Mystery of Chess Boxing. So it's actually a reference to a 1979 movie. So Ghostface Killer came first. Yeah, yeah. Ghostface Killer came first. Yep. But now I asked it this question, and uh, uh, Chat GPT gave me like a. A novel naming all his albums and stuff. I'm pretty sure the name of the episode will be Ghostface Killer Came First. It wasn't. <laughs> this there's actually been a wealth of things to uh, to name. This I know. Episode. Uh, I've I've gone through several in my head already. Yeah, but that one's pretty good. <laughs> Ghostface Killer Came First. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's too good, dude. That's too good. Oh my gosh! All right, let's let's move on. We got two more trailers to talk about. Yep. Um, we might go long. I don't know. We'll see. There's not much of a video game section, right? Okay. The ninth trailer. We got two two left. The ninth trailer is across. What well, Spider Man across the Spider Verse? And oh boy. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. So this is great. It's going to be great. Into the Spider-Verse might be the best comic book movie ever made. It might. I think it it probably, it it arguably is the best comic book movie of all time. Uh, This one's going to be great. This one has so many different Spider-Mans in just this trailer because they're like running through this nexus. And I even saw the bombastic bag man, which is... (laughs) I saw it too. For people who don't know, uh, it's after the symbiote suit saga he obviously he doesn't have a suit because the fantastic four gets rid of it and then he needs something to go home in because he's only wearing underwear after after they get rid of venom uh so johnny storm gives him a fantastic four uniform and uh even the fantastic four doesn't know spider-man is peter parker so they give him a bag and he puts the bag on his head and then johnny storm (laughs) puts a kick me sign on his back so he's like webbing through the city in a Fantastic Four suit with a bag on his head and a kick me sign on his back and bare feet. And it's just, it's one of my favorite Spider-Man things. And I saw it in this trailer and it made me very excited. <laughs> uh, that suit from the uh, the game, the the, uh, the black suit with the yellow lining. Yep. yep. What's that from? Um, one of them is from the game, like 
specifically. Screen Crush, if you want to know what many of the suits are in this trailer, uh, Screen Crush Easter egg video for the trailer pointed out almost every single one and where it's from. I have I'll to link watch it this. To you. Uh, I'll link it to you right now so that I don't forget because I, I'm notoriously bad at remembering stuff like that. Uh, and I'll leave... Put it in the show yeah, notes, Yeah, I'll too. leave this part in the show notes uh, because it was a really cool Screen Crush video. And uh, I think if you if if you care about, like, the different Spider-Man suits and where they come from, uh, especially in these movies, this is a really good video for that. Because it, it really, he really, he zooms in and he goes through all of them. And, and uh, Screen Crush, uh, Ryan Airy, has a, a pretty vast comic book knowledge. So he kind of nails it with, with, like, figuring out all of these different suits. So I'm going to send you the link and I'll put it in the show notes. I recommend that if you, if you care, if it's something you care about, uh, you should watch this Screen Crush video. I wonder what this suit is. Where it comes from. Where it comes from. <laughs> what Spider-Man wore this. Uh, the villain of these movies is The Spot, who is kind of a joke villain in the comics. He even starts the League of Losers with, like, uh, like Razorback and, like, dudes like that, you know? And he's, like, a, a dude that makes a suit. Well, he's trying to make dimensional portals, and then he kind of becomes a portal, so he's got this white suit with these little spots all over it, and... It's kind of like the holes in Roger Rabbit where you punch through and it comes out the other side. <laughs> uh, and Jason Schwartzman is doing his voice. So Obviously, this is going to be great. Uh, I think once this trilogy is done, it's going to be the best comic book movie trilogy of all time. Uh, I think yeah. you might be right. So I'm yeah. just tremendously uh, excited about this. I did not see Japanese Spider-Man or Le Pardon. He's going to be in it, though. Le Pardon. So is the 90s animated Spider-Man. Oh man, I, I I cannot wait for this movie. I cannot wait for this. It was such a, it came out of nowhere when it came out, man. Yeah, like we were like, should we go see this in the theater? And it's like a cartoon for you know, it's probably good. But then we saw it and we were like, yeah, oh my God. I um I got a, an invite to see an early screening through PlayStation Plus, if I remember correctly. And so I saw it like a week or two before everybody else. And I remember making a, it may still be on my Instagram. Uh, but I did a, like a story about like, guys, you got to see this. Like this was, this is amazing. And I was like gushing over it, you know, like walking out of the theater. I remember uh, that. And then you made your Spider-Man noir. Yeah, stuff. I made it. Yeah. So I maybe I'll, I know Missy kind of wants to make something from this movie too. Uh, but man, I, you know, we may watch this and be, I have to make another Spider-Man suit of some yep. kind. Yeah. This is going to be a great, great movie. Bombastic Bagman would be a funny costume, man. Oh, for sure, that would be great. You have the kick me sign and yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. All right, let's talk about this last trailer here. It's called the Robber Hudson Plots. Yeah, so this one I put on for a few different reasons. Number one, I saw the title and I had to include it. the The plot is when the Robber Hudson Plot steals a grandmother's coffee grinder. Casper and his friend Seppel must set out to get it back from him. So this is a Swedish slash German movie based on some sort of Swedish slash German folklore, I believe. And this trailer has narration. Uh, it looks like a Disney movie from the 70s. Yeah, it does, man. The, but the narration is seriously like out of 1993. He is the world's most notorious robber. The one and only. Oh, for sure. It's like in a town where so and so, blah blah blah. You know, it's that kind yeah. of the thing. Peppy. Like that went away. 
Yeah, it's like the narr- they told the narrator when now when you read these these lines here. When you read this narration, you need to smile. Let them hear your smile. Like Guy Rizdahl when he starts off Marketplace every time he, this is Marketplace. Let them, let them hear your smile. I'm just like, get, I don't, to me, that's not, I don't know, man. I get, it's lame. That's lame. Let them hear your smile. That's something yeah. you, NPR tells you to do. Well, NPR, I feel like NPR isn't smiling. I feel like NPR is like vocal fry and sadness. Did somebody do a sketch one time? You're exact. Well, first of all, uh, vocal fry and sadness uh, is correct. <laughs> 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 There's so many good titles for this episode. <laughs> NPR is vocal fry and sadness. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! I forgot what I was gonna. Oh. <laughs> I had a question. Didn't somebody make a sketch or like a TikTok or something about all the weird names of like the reporters and people that work for NPR? Oh, probably. My favorite is Lakshmi Singh. Lakshmi Singh. My favorite is Ira Glass. Hello, Ben. This is Ira Glass. Our story today, several trailers, 10 of them. David Sedaris <laughs> is going to be on later. Keep listening. <laughs> We're going to tell you a story about nothing that happens, and I'm going to tell you it in a monotone, same voice, like this the whole time. And my I'm not father have didn't much like me. My and, sister and got mad at gonna me. going to fall asleep. I once uh, fed a goiter to a snapping turtle. <laughs> God, why do people like it? I don't know. I love This American Life. I love Ira Glass, but I do not love David Sedaris. <laughs> this is the this is the David Sedaris hate cast. Uh, thanks for joining us, folks. We're just gonna dump on him. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna uh, <laughs> be Amy uh, or be nothing. Yeah. What is it? What is it that you say? You don't say like dunk on somebody. What is it that you say? Like, oh man, cremo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cromo. No, you, you said, um, oh, I can't remember. Maybe I'll think of it later. No, it's just like Cromo. You might couldn't remember Cromo for like two we'll weeks. We'll think of like, it in three months. Yeah, it's, uh, that's right. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, that's all the new, new trailers, folks. Uh, but if they want to answer the questions, times, or tell us things that we can't remember, what, how do they do that? Well, if they remember, they can look us up on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast. Uh, that's where you can answer the questions, times, and see our new posts. You can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. Uh, I have it on my phone, so I'll see it right away. Uh, if you want to know when a new episode drops, you can follow us on the Titanic of the Internet Twitter at trailer underscore blazers, uh, which will notify you when a new episode drops unless we get shadow banned for making fun of Elon in our messenger group chat. If you're feeling super generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for us to gain traction. And if you do that, Quick Mickey is going to let you know what happens. Yeah, folks, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You leave a five-star writing on there and a kindly review. Busy. We're going to start a business with all that advertising money. Where we have, it's like it's like VR, but you drive big rigs. And maybe we call it like Quick Mickey's Big Rigging. Because that's, you know, they like when you take the G off the end of the word. 
and then it becomes, you know, country or, or just, you know, more familiar in the English language. So then we start this game, Quick Mickey's big rigging, and, and uh-oh, he's not pulling uh, a trailer. He's pulling like, um, like a bus with people in it. And Ghostface Killer's in there. But also, the Scream movie, Ghostface Killer's in there. And they face off a rapper versus a murderer. And uh, I just think that'd be compelling content. But you remember, you got to write for the masses. That is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly. And I really hope Brendan Fraser gets an Oscar, even though I'm not going to watch that movie. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I need to see evidence of Le Pardon. Happy Trailsers. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Oh, leave her, Johnny, leave her. For the voyage is long and the winds don't blow And it's time for us to leave her And welcome back to the NPR Video Games One Quarter Portion Excuse me, the One Quarter Portion Of the show, that's right folks We're going to talk about video games And Pete Schwetty with his uh, delicious Christmas balls. <laughs> That's right, Ben. This is Ira Glass. We are here at the story tonight. Rituals, Marvel Snaps, Horizon Forbidden West, Spider-Man 2, PS5, coming in 2023. Stay with us. I can't do this voice forever. <laughs> yes, you you went right from what we've been playing right into the industry news. Yeah, um, I I just had to I had to give a little Ira Glass preview of what's to come. It's pretty good. Oh, that's right. Yeah, a little preview. Um, so obviously I've been playing Marvel Snap. I've also been playing Ritual of the Night, uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Uh, but I need the double jump and I don't know how to get it. Uh, I'm kind of in a, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kind of stuck uh, in the game right now, which is like I'm not really excited about. I gotta stop need- you for a second. What? There's a there was a GameCube game, a Star Wars game where the tutorial was done by Yoda and I just I remember him saying in his Yoda voice press the B button to jump high <laughs> and it's, I can't stop laughing so I had to stop you and tell you that when you said that about the double jump <laughs> I just need to press the B button <laughs> it was so it was like it was like strong as the are you in the force? Press the B button to jump high. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what the game was, but I know it was for GameCube. That's pretty good. Well, I need to figure. I gotta. I can't get any further. I gotta do that. I gotta do it. Um. So and then Marvel Snap, dude. I mean, I really want to play it all the time, and so that's not healthy, but. Like I'll have, I'll be like, I've got five minutes that can get one game in. Like that's, that's addict behavior. Yeah. But uh, knowing your attention span, it'll be something you forget about soon enough. So the problem will go away and solve itself. How dare, first of all, how, first of all, how dare you? 
How dare you? Where's the lie? I don't see no lie. I, I did. Nobody said you was lying, but you know, I feel attacked here. So. Uh, all right. So, uh, and and you're still liking Horizon Forbidden yep. West. I think I'm almost at the end. So now I've started doing side quests to prolong the life of the game. Ah. You know, I'm like collect getting collectibles and stuff because I don't. But I also I want to be able to fly on the sun wings. So I should just keep going until I can do that because then i can fly around and do the side quests yeah sometimes i'll do that i'll be like okay i, I want to do side quests but i know i need this particular thing because it'll just make my life easier a better quality of life and that so i i will hold off until i get that thing that's what's going on right now in horizon yep um that's what's happening this is a, this is a spider-man heavy podcast but we did get this new news about spider-man 2 for the ps5 coming out in fall 2023 Featuring Venom. I hope he's a playable character. He better be a playable character. I want it so bad. I love Venom. Big Venom yeah. fan. I, I guarantee you that the producers of this game, makers of this game, played Ultimate Spider-Man on the original Xbox or PlayStation oh, 2. For sure. A great game. Oh, so good. You can be Venom, and it's so fun. The controls were so good. It was just fun to control, you know? Yeah. I want to I be Venom very badly. Oh, yes. Yes. We love Venom here. Yep, I Give just got the up. the King in Black omnibus, the the giant crossover event, you know. Yeah. So I gotta read that. Gotta read it. Uh, the only new trailer that we have in here is this uh, that Judas trailer. This is from the guy that was from Bioshock. Yeah, oh, no, is the that guy guy's that name w- Ken Levine. Is that his name? I think that's right. He's you know he's one of the creators of Bioshock, but you know yeah. all those. Uh, Bioshock games, how they're all very similar. This looks like another. This looks like Bioshock. Yeah, it looks like Bioshock Four, basically. Yeah, that's, that's basically what it looks like. Yeah, I want to play it. Uh, Bioshock's one of the only first-person games I like. Uh, I like Bioshock, and I like Bioshock Infinite. I don't like Bioshock Two because it's an escort mission the whole time, and that's the worst. Nobody likes that. Yeah, I liked. I, li- I mean, I played Infinite and I played Bioshock One. I liked them okay. I, I'm not like a huge fan of them. But uh, I did like this uh, "Leave Her Leave Her Johnny" song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That they put that shanty. in the trailer. It's great. I used to live next to an Irish bar, and they played music every night, like live music. Uh, the bartender and like his son, and then uh, some other people that I know. And it was the coolest thing ever because we just go down there and like have dinner, and then they'd play music. And then uh, if you went on my porch at night, you could hear it. It was so cool. That's pretty neat. That sounds enjoyable. Yeah. So these are all like baked into my DNA. All these songs. Yeah. Uh, we gotta we gotta figure out when we're gonna do uh, Master and Commander for Dragon Con. Yeah. It's just it's gonna be expensive to buy the costume pieces. Yeah, it is. We I guess if we if we're doing it to do the singing, we don't have to go overboard on the costumes. Yeah, we could do we could go no jacket. We could go like the frilly shirts with the white pants and the boots. But I don't want to be a pirate. I would just want to sing She Shanties at Dragon Con. That's all I want to do. But I want to sing Leave Her Johnny, Leave Her at the, the last night. Because it's yeah. like a send-off. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right, well, that's cool? all I got for... You need what? to come up here and we'll like have a fire. And we'll sit around the fire and sing all these songs. Oh, that... God, that sounds so good right now. Like, I would... I could do that right now. Me too, yeah. This is the life that I want to live. Yeah, yeah, 100%, dude. Uh, if Maybe one day we'll like strike it rich and we can build a um, like a Hyperloop from here to Wisconsin. 
Well, we will be striking it which rich soon uh, because those of you who asked are going to get what you asked for, and there will be some Patreon news very soon. So stay tuned for that. And there may be some live video news. Yep, that'll be one of the Patreon tiers. Yeah. So All right, we'll, we'll get back to you with the Patreon news. So look forward to that. I'm working on it. All right, folks. Well, for the Trelure Blazers, I'm Ben Moon, and I'm probably going to go play Marvel Snap in the bed. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ira Glass. Keep listening. Happy Trailsers. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Oh, leave her, Johnny, leave her. For the voyage is long and the winds don't blow And it's time for us to leave her Not you, we named the monkey Our Megadon